0: Welcome to a new edition of the Famous Interviews with Joe D'Amino. On this episode, we talk with independent fantasy novelist Ronald Kimmons. He is the author of the novella Den of the Wolfman which is available for free, and of the novel Wild River that is coming out in January 2023. From a young age, he always wanted to be a novelist and was always writing stories and daydreaming about things that could be. As an adult, he did not initially pursue this as a career because he wanted to build a family, but he is at a point where he has built a business that his wife runs and he can focus on writing full-time. He has a great story. Enjoy this interview. Well, hey, man, thank you for taking some time out for me today. I appreciate it.
1: Yeah, thanks Thanks for doing this.
0: You bet. So before we get into your life as a writer and fantasy novelist, I want to know, you know, going through COVID was quite a time. I know it was different for different factions of artists, from musicians to writers. But overall, how did you survive that time period, and how has this subsequently changed the way not only you live life but approach your
1: craft? So, during that period, I was actually uh still running a a digital marketing agency with my wife and kind of doing some writing on the side and uh in, in because we were you know entrepreneurs working from home already uh the the pandemic didn't affect us as much as it did some other people but you know but during that time, I did have the opportunity to be able to write and and to work on my craft work on on uh these, these projects that are you know coming to fruition now. And and yeah, it it actually it actually gave me a lot of uh ability to to go and to, to be able to focus on my work and uh and to and to work on it maybe to an extent that I wouldn't have otherwise. Um, I remember I just mentioned Brandon Sanderson. He 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 actually he during the pandemic he similarly had a lot of time on his hands all of a sudden, and so he he did uh, he he just wrote four novels in a in a year. Um, I I wasn't quite to that level because I was I was still doing other work, but um, but uh, but yeah, similar to me, I I had the ability to go and 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 work on my craft a little more than I would have otherwise. And I'm someone who is intrinsically kind of kind of an introvert, uh, kind of antisocial anyway. So it wasn't as much, The whole pandemic, pandemic wasn't as much of a challenge for me as it was for, say, my wife, who's very extroverted and likes to be around people. Um, but yeah, long story short, I, we were already in a, a home kind of a home centered lifestyle at that point because we were entrepreneurs, so it didn't change all that much. But it did give me a little bit more time to to work on my projects that I'm that are coming forward now. So you talked about,
0: you know, digital marketing and, and you're a writer, but if we want to like boil down exactly who and what you are, I'm going to take you in front of a bunch of third graders at a career day. And one of the kids yeah. is going to look up and say, what do you do for a living and how are you qualified to do that? How would you answer that?
1: Well, you know, like I said, I, I was in digital marketing, but not so much now. Um, that's, you know, my wife has kind of taken over the agency. And what I What I do now is I write stories. I write stories. I I write stories about things that could be, um, things that I that I would like to be, things that help people to understand the the world that we have by looking at it through another perspective, through a world that doesn't exist, but it has similarities to our world. And so yeah, I I write stories. That's what I do. You know, how do these seeds?
0: How do these these uh, feeling, or how, how did this desire to write start for you? Talking a little bit about your childhood, growing up, and how it became your passion now.
1: Yeah, I, when I was a little kid, I I, I was a writer. You know, I, I wrote stories. There were a lot of stories. I I started writing a lot of stories that didn't didn't finish all of them. I finished some of them. Um, like I would get uh, I would get spiral notebooks and and just and just write and write and write, and they're usually fantasy stories and uh and actually in in my school in fourth and fifth grade we had a uh, an annual competition where we would where we would write books and most of the kids would get these little plain white books that are maybe like like 20 pages long and they would you know write some things and draw some pictures but i would get on a computer and type and i would type a a story um kind of a novella and uh <laughs> And I did that both years, and both years I, I won the 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 prize for the best book, and that really solidified that that desire in me to be a writer and and I continued to write a lot um since then and going into high school, I didn't write stories as much I wrote more dealing with uh with ideas uh philosophy religion things things that mattered to me things that people uh Talk about and think about political things sometimes. Um, I I wrote more about that sort of thing in high school and then in the years following that. But uh, I always, that desire to be a novelist always remained in me. And it was always kind of something that I was working toward. I wanted to get into entrepreneurship because I wanted to create the freedom that would allow me to be. A writer, and so you know my my wife and i we we built a digital marketing agency, and that has taken us several several years to get to where it is and and now we've reached that point where she can kind of take over and doesn't really need my help with it and I'm able to focus on what i have always wanted to do, which is to write to write stories write novels to to create and and really um make use of my my uh, my imagination, which which is always running wild, going all over the place, and 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 it's good to have this outlet to be able to to sit down and and create worlds, create stories with with that imagination.
0: When you were growing up, what was the book for you that really opened the curtains, part of the way for you to either want to read more or to write?
1: It's a good question. I I read um, a lot of the the Star Wars books. Um, like uh, in, when I was when I was in elementary school, they they came out with uh, Timothy Zahn's uh, *Heir to the Empire* trilogy came out, and that was just an exceptional uh, trilogy. And it's kind of above my my grade level at the time, but I still enjoyed it. And I and I read a lot of um, the other Star Wars books, of which there were a lot. And uh, my mother was a big fan, and uh, and she would buy them, and then I would read them. But other things too. Like I read some Louis L'Amour. One of my favorite books is is called is one of is his his one book that takes place in the med- medieval era and that, that is The Walking Drum. And and the interesting thing is, even though I am writing fantasy right now, um, I didn't read a whole lot of fantasy. I read as a child. I read uh, I read uh, you know science fiction, and I read some realistic fiction. Didn't read a whole lot of fantasy. I, I enjoyed fantasy films. But I didn't really like, for example, I didn't read Tolkien until I was in college. But I, but I, I do like Tolkien very much. Yeah, I guess the the short answer is that is that when I was a child, when I was young, uh, I think I think Star Wars was was uh, kind of the 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 main influence for me as far as uh, as reading went. So the one thing
0: that's always good about you know, being a writer and, and creating stories is there's always that hero and the book. Who has that been for you in real life?
1: That's a good question. So I I have I have a number of people that I would say that I look up to. You know, my, my of course this is kind of cliche, but my you know my my dad, he's he's a guy who's really been through a lot, and I saw him struggle a lot um, when I was a kid. Um, as far as you know, his career and money and everything—he was a guy who always worked hard and always put his family first. Um, but he—he he still struggled. In fact, he, in many ways, he struggled because of that. His like—I won't go into details, but like his honesty caused him <laughs> to have to have uh, trouble, you know. And and uh, but, but seeing the struggles that he went through, um, I think in. I think that in how he handled him how he handled those struggles, you know, I think solidified him as, as you know, one of my heroes. You know. And also just from um from a historical background, you know, I've, I I like, you know, a number of a number of figures. Like I even though I'm very much uh very much not a Confederate sympathizer and in fact I actually recently wrote a nonfiction book talking about how the, the Civil War absolutely was about slavery, and people who say that it's not are just wrong but uh but even though I'm not at all considered sympathizer I really like stonewall jackson as as a historical figure. He just seems like a real solid guy with a with a lot of admirable traits, even though he in the end was on the wrong side of a war um, I like him a lot um one of one of my other heroes is uh is uh, Joseph Smith who's uh you know Who's a, a religious, religious figure, and you know the more that I read about him and about his life and get a feel for the kind of person he was, I, I feel that he and I have many similar traits in the way that we look at the world and the way we deal with other people. I, I feel that he, that I'm kind of a, a a less charismatic version of him. He is, he's much more of a charismatic person, which I am not. Um, I would say uh, someone else might be um Martin Luther King you know I, I i read the his uh his addresses his his uh the things the letters that he wrote the the speeches that he gave um the his position when it comes to uh, activism how to bring about positive social change um you know this world is full of a lot of people who try to bring about change who who like to um who, who go out and, and protest and and make noise and everything, but I feel that a lot of the time they do it in the wrong ways. It's more a matter of self-indulgence because they want to hear themselves, and not so much because they're concerned about how their message and the way to deliver it will actually bring about change and change the minds of others. But um, Martin Luther King was very smart in that respect. He could see, he understood what would not just gain. Um, not just would gain uh, attention from others, but would actually help to change their mind. And in uh, and, and, and that way, I, I admire him a lot.
0: So is there anybody on the planet right now that you would love to meet and talk to? Huh.
1: Anyone on the planet I would love to meet and talk to? Well, I can think of several world leaders I would love to talk to um not so much because I like them, but because I want, <laughs> want to give them an earful of what I think about them. But uh, um, people that I would like to talk to. Well, you know, I I, I just got back from this uh, Dragonsteel convention here you know, with Brandon Sanderson. I, I I like his work. I think he he seems like a cool guy. Um, and yeah, I, I think I would have I I would have a good time talking to him. Have, having having a conversation with him. I I don't. <laughs> a person i i don't i don't know if i would really like to talk to elon musk but i know it would definitely lead to some good stories (laughs) Um, yeah i have very mixed feelings about elon musk like i'm very impressed about a lot of stuff that he's done i i don't i don't think i would like him as a person and uh and i think he has some he has some really great strengths, and I think he has some serious character flaws. So I I, don't know, I think that uh, that I might want to talk to him just because I think that would, if even if I end up not liking him at all, I think it would be very interesting and give me some good things to, to, to tell stories about.
0: What is it that you look forward to every day that you wake up? You know, you obviously, as a creator, get to do what you want to do. You've worked hard to get to this point in your life. But what is it that, that really drives you once you wake up and start going through your day?
1: Oh, I I just I I like to create, you know, and that's and that's why I'm doing this. I like to it's for me it's I I really don't like um, doing work that feels repetitive and does not really require any creativity. Um, I've you know I've done jobs like that I've done work like that that's and, and it was just it was excruciating for me. I I would wake up in the morning and just feel dread at having to go and face that. Um, but as a writer, I get up every day and I create. I I tap into these these creative processes. Uh, these these creative uh, uh, facilities that I have, and I. I have this this constant outlet for that, and and that gives me joy. and that makes me happy to face the day, and and to be able to 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 know that like this is what I do now, and it's something that I like. You know, a lot of people just honestly don't really like what they do for a living. It, but I get I get to do something. I'm not really making much money yet doing this, but uh, you know, I I hopefully will be soon but uh and regardless right now i just i just really like what i'm doing i like creating worlds i like creating characters and and, and using my characters to discuss ideas that i have things that i'm worried about things that i think about um and, and yeah that that's it, it that's the source of happiness for me and the thing is i think that we as we as humans i i believe that we you know physically we come from this world spiritually we come from god we are literally the children of God in a spiritual sense. We are the children of the Creator. And I think that for that reason, humans are the happiest when we are creating things because that taps into our basic spiritual identity as children of the Creator. And and I can feel that in myself, and I can see it in other people. Maybe other people, they don't necessarily like, they're not necessarily novelists, but you can see when people are spend their lives creating things that they like, that is what makes them happy, and they may be creating a family, maybe creating a business, maybe painting. Um, there are many different outlets for creative creativity. When people are able to to find a good outlet for their creativity and really latch onto that and, and 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 pursue that, that is one of the main things that gives people happiness.
0: Agreed. So everyone out there has a perception of you, your family, your friends your readers, colleagues, but you ultimately live your life. What's your perception of you? Who do you think you are?
1: I I well, for one thing, I think that people who don't know me very well, and I know this because they've told me this. <laughs> I people people who just are acquaintances tend to kind of see me as a mystery. Um because I don't emote in the ways that other people often emote. Um, and it's a strange thing because I feel that I am very straightforward and direct, and 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 I don't, I don't have, I'm not someone who who um, gives a lot of pretense. I don't pretend to, I, I I don't try hard at all to pretend to be something I'm not. Um, and so when people when I've actually been told that I'm serious, that was always strange to me because I I didn't feel. That was the case, but I think the thing is that I, I just don't openly emote in the same ways that other people do a lot of the time. But the thing is, once once people get to really know me, for example, my wife, um, they come to understand how to read me and and the more subtle ways that I do emote, and it becomes you know, go. And so, and, and when that happens, I go from being a mystery to being kind of an open book. Like, my wife can very clearly, um, see how I'm feeling, like, what I'm thinking, just from the subtleties of, of how I act. Um, so, yeah, I've, I've kind of gone on a tangent, but I guess what I would say is that I, I feel that, that I'm a very direct and honest person, um, but that directness often is kind of subtle, um. And and despite that, I'm not the kind of person who will say like, "Oh, I'm I'm brutally honest." I I don't I I that's not that's not how I uh, that's not how I roll. I'm not the kind of person who says mean things or just and then uses that as it uses honesty as an excuse. That's not me. But but I I don't say things that I don't mean. And, and the things that I do say are typically what I mean. Um. And so I, I think that generally people people see me as someone who is comfortable to be around because I give people their space. Um, and I think people generally see me as a as a intelligent person, um, maybe not the most intelligent, but a pretty intelligent person. But I think that people often don't know what they're thinking about me beyond that. It's more people who don't who are just acquaintances tend to just see me as kind of this guy who's comfortable to be around, um, who's pretty nice, who's pretty intelligent, and they don't really know what to think beyond that. So let's end this on a
0: triumphant note. Tell me what's one of the best fan letters or responses that you've gotten from your work.
1: <sighs> Let me think. Um, so i've I've had you know i, I have a uh, a novella that's out uh for free right now and i've also had had uh i'm working on a novel that's coming out in january and some of the comments I've gotten from both of in in the novel has gone through some beta readers that have given me some good feed- feedback um I've had people tell me that that my novella you know it's for example is gripping it uh, it's uh, and that the, the novel is fast-paced, and, and it's, you know, it's not it's not boring, um, and, and that's and that that was that was music to my ears because I, I, I the last thing I wanted to be boring. Um, the the novella is more of uh, it's it's the same it's the same story arc. The novella is a prequel to the novel, um, but the the novella is more of a supernatural thriller whereas the novel is more a more general fantasy um but yeah i have actually been told that the nove- that the, the novella is a it's a gripping story and uh that uh you really you really feel what the protagonist feels and uh the, and that that's that's communicated well in the story and that and that was great that was great to me hearing that from from you know, people who have read it
0: Hey, this has been great. Before we go, I want to know where can everybody pick up the books? Where can they learn more about you? Anything related to you and your world?
1: So my, my website is ronaldmkimmins.com. They can go there. And right now there's a big banner on the top that they can click on. But you, they can go to ronaldmkimmins.com or, or they can go ronaldmkimmins.com backslash pre-novella. And, you know, if they go there, they can, they can download the novella, which is, which is, uh, Den of the Wolfman is what it's called. Um, and that is, uh, like I said, it's a prequel novella to the, the longer novel that comes a little later. Because in, and the main character in that is a, um, it, he's a private investigator. And in the novels, they mention how he kind of became famous because he caught a serial killer who was nicknamed the Wolfman. He's not an actual werewolf, but he was nicknamed the Wolfman. So they mention that in the novel, and in the novella, um, he—that's uh, the story of him catching the Wolfman. And so anyway, that yeah, that's where people can go. They can go to RonaldMKimmons.com and download the free novella there.
0: Perfect, Ronald. Hey, thank you, man. Thank you for opening up. Thanks for taking time out. I appreciate it
1: yeah thank you thanks for tuning in to another
0: famous interview with joe domino where we cover the world of art business literature music and spirituality from around the globe if you want to hear more interviews visit the famous interviews with joe domino channel on youtube thanks again for listening and until next time